0: Can fall in your
1: ways, so you can sleep at night in your way. Okay, happy Sunday, everybody. You are currently
0: tuned into yet another episode of Thoughts from a Counselor. We are your hosts, Libra Lester the third.
2: And Paul Singleton the second.
0: And like most days, this is a very important day, not just because we're recording, but because we brought two wonderful guests back who brought great knowledge when they were here before Mm
3: -hmm. and will
0: bring just as great, if not greater, knowledge today when they speak again. And on that note, I'll toss it to Mai, where she can reintroduce herself to y'all and give y'all a little bit of info on it.
1: Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Mai. Um, I'm an RN here in Connecticut from Manchester. Um, and I'm reoccurring on this podcast. It's always a pleasure to come chat it up with you guys and meet new people. Um, <laughs> other than that, I think that's about it for now. Just, just here. Just happy to be here.
0: Mm-hmm. And we happy to have you. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Jess, would you like to just say a little bit to the people about who you are or maybe what you do?
4: Sure. I'll say a bit. Um... <laughs> twenty six years old, out <laughs> here, so young. <laughs> um
0: And now I'm going to toss it back to you, Paul, so you can remind the people, you know who we are.
2: Right. So, again, for those who don't know, now you will know. We are two black (laughs) counselors in training who are bridging the gap between what we were taught, what we know, and what we think we know. All through understanding that the world, by recognizing the world is still being formed. Right. So if you enjoyed the audio recordings from our last episode, 18, um, on protesting, you are in luck. And this time you will be able to have two of the actual voices and not just the recorded ones joining us. Right. So we have it live and it's going to be interactive and we're truly excited and blessed to have everyone who is here today. So with that being said, Liebert, what are we talking about today?
0: Okay, so as with any episode, today is going to be a good one. And today's topic is relationships and more specifically how we view them. And since we love definitions, we want to make sure everybody is on the same page. We went to dictionary.com to look up how relationships are defined. And today we'll be using the third definition. This says that relationships are a noun and that basically they are an emotional or just other type of connection between people. And now I'm gonna kick it to you Paul so that you can get us
2: started. Right, so since we now have a textbook definition, Uh, We're all uh, on the same foundation. Let's define what relationships mean to each of us. So when you hear the word relationship, what comes to your mind? And I think we'll start with Ma this time. Ma, when you hear the word relationship, what comes to your mind?
1: Um, The first thing that comes to mind is relationship with self, um, just because it's the most important. And I think that a lot of us are prone to chasing intimate relationships romantic relationships and we tell ourselves you know you can't be happy until you make someone else happy or you can't be happy until you have a relationship um and that's not the case you have to be happy with yourself in order to even make other people happy um and outside of that i think mostly just relationships within the community the people around you how they see you um yeah wonderful
2: wonderful jess when you hear relationship, what comes to your mind? The word relationship, let me say that.
4: Um, when I hear relationships, I think the first thing that comes to mind is like a question of what type of relationship, right? There's so many different types of relationships, whether it's intimate relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a career professional relationship. There's just so many different types. Um, but when you set aside the labels and the different types of relationships, um, you, Really start looking at like what's the core of their relationship? That core relationship between two people, that individual connection, that bond, um, that interaction, whether it's spiritual or whatever the case may be. But what what is that bond? What's bringing those two people together?
3: Right.
4: Um, so I think that's like the first thing that I think of when um, when I
1: think of relationships. When I hear the word relationships. Okay. Okay.
2: Right, and I would I would have to agree with the with both of you all. Um, the idea about that connection, that that bond that you have not only with yourself but with another individual, is the true basis of what a relationship is, no matter what the context may be. Um, in order to have healthy and productive relationships, no matter the environment, you need to have a healthy one with yourself, and then making sure that you put that into the that same energy into other people when you are starting to build and bridge these relationships um, with others. So Mm -hmm. I think you both bring valid points. What about you, Lieber?
0: Yeah, I wanna expand my talk, I mean, my point on self-love, because I think what a lot of folk miss in relation to self-love is this idea of, oh, you know, you shouldn't love someone or you shouldn't try to love someone until you have a good sense of Mm self-love. But kind of like we're always, you know, under construction and we're always improving So our, you know, our ideas and, of course, our senses of love. And you have to realize that the work you have to do is both within relationships, but also outside of them. And a part of improving is getting things right in your relationships and getting things wrong. You know, you got to learn how to set your boundaries. You got to learn how to figure out what your non-negotiables are. You got to figure out which things you like versus dislike. And again, a lot of learning is with a group, you know, it's not always being in the mountains like a monk.
2: (laughs) Right, we all can't be Aang.
0: (laughs) Hey, remember, Aang couldn't even be Aang. He was messing (laughs) up
2: (laughs) Right, that's why he left. (laughs) No, but I get it.
0: (laughs) And now we wanna highlight how relationships take a lot of forms based on the time, the intents, or even how you self-disclose And now to start with, I'd love to hear about some relationships you all value and when they started. And I'll pass that one to Jess to start us off.
4: Okay. Um, Relationships that I value and how they started. I feel like some of the most, some of the greatest relationships that I have are the ones that happen by chance. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't even expect them to even happen. I wasn't looking for the friendships or the relationships. I wasn't... Um, I don't know I wasn't putting myself out there I wasn't expecting the relationship to build but yet it it built and it just built upon itself just me being myself and the other person just being themselves as well um, so I think in a lot of ways my friends from college have been like some of the strongest relationships that I've built where it's just like oh we just end up in the same place oh we have some of the same interests oh NAACP oh we in there oh okay we best friends now and we friends for life right type situations um or even like paul like i i value paul as a friend so deeply and we met literally by chance i was yeah. like oh i'm flying at yukon oh he was at yukon oh we both black oh what up?" <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like and then it just built upon itself after um after time so yeah. and i don't know i don't really think that time is really part of how much I would value a relationship is really just if we have that instant bond and you just know, you kind of just know, like when you meet somebody, you kind of just know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel it. Um, And that's kind of just what happens. That's at least my take on it.
0: Okay. Okay. And then since I see you nodding your head, my, would you like to be the next one to go? <laughs>
1: yeah, sure. Of course. Um, I have so many important relationships to me. And I have some relationships that maybe the other people, the other person doesn't really see how important it is, but to me, I hold it in such a high spot. Um, And a lot of my, like, strong relationships started earlier on in my life. Um, I want to say, like, middle school, elementary school, people that I can still text and call and say, what's up. if I need a favor, they're there. Um, Libra, you're one of them. Like, I remember freshman year of being in race relations with you and like (laughs) getting on everyone's ass and about, um, (laughs) black history, like, you know, and it's just all these years later, like we're still here talking about it. Um, so it's stuff like that, that I hold to me, but I definitely think that you meet people for a reason, whether it's for a short period of time or whether it's going to be a lifelong uh, friendship, you've met them for a reason and it's to mold one another in a sense. But that's my take
0: on it. And then uh, I got an idea on my heart, Paul, but the rotation is you. So do you want to go or you want me to start it?
2: Please, by all means, if it's on your heart, let it out.
0: Yeah. So I think the most catching thing about this, kind of like Jess really heavily alluded to, is that relationships can happen anywhere, but that you just have to be, well, you have to be open to them. And for that, I can think about like my grad school experience where I was thinking, dang, you know, I, you know, how do you make adult friends? You know, how do you (laughs) navigate this process of, you know, y'all not in the dorm, you know, y'all not maybe in clubs. And the first way that I made relationships is just being myself, you know, like cracking jokes or honestly just smirking. And that's how I ended up making friends with like Paris and Paul and a couple others. And... I think the biggest thing I've realized for me in my relationship is that you have to be willing to, you know, be vulnerable to build relationships. Because I think a lot of times, and at least for me before, I used to try to put on appearances like, okay, I'm in grad school. I got to be a young professional. It's like, but what is being a professional? Because being robotic and being a professional are not the same. Mm -hmm. Because to what I just said, you know, I can joke, I can be silly, but... I'm still a researcher, yeah. you know. I'm I'm still volunteering, right? You know, we still podcasters who structure docs and you know recruit guests, right?
2: Yeah. No, that's so true. I think um, an, an added bonus that I've been um, thinking while you've been, everyone's been um, discussing their thoughts on it is that that idea that a relationship is a two way street. Because I think a lot of the times we we can have those uh, bonds, we can have those connections with individuals. However, if you if we don't feel that we're being serviced in the same way that we're servicing others, then it may be a one sided relationship, a relationship nonetheless, but then you're still not totally being fulfilled or um, you don't feel whole. I've seen so many examples of like whether it's romantic relationships, friendships, where you got one friend that's always willing. The moment you say you're going through something, I got to drop it all. And then I'm there and we're there, we're working together. But then on the other hand, when you're actually going through something, there's no way to be found, right? And then that's, that's one way of uh, how a relationship can turn toxic or not beneficial um, for the individual. And, and we build these relationships on the principle that they're benefiting us for some for whatever reason in my experience at least.
0: And I mean, that's really a great a great way to put it because a lot of times because, you know, we're carrying baggage or perhaps just because we're not all the way there in the moment, yeah. we do forget that you have to put the effort into the relationship, right?
3: Sure. And a
0: lot of folks say that, oh, you know, someone has to be a friend to me. They have to do certain things. But then you ask them, well, do you know what you offer folk who you're friends with or who you're dating or things of that nature? And then they sort of go blank because they've only thought about it from their street, right? Exactly. They're very much so one way in their relationship. I need this. I demand that. Right. I'm not going for that. Right. And it's like, okay, but, you know, he or she wears the color blue constantly. Why can't you name their favorite color even though they backpack is blue? They phone case is blue. <laughs> them, them simple things that right. just come from and being present.
4: You know what's interesting, too? Um, I think when we talk about, like, love languages, most people typically divert their minds to, okay, intimate relationships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love languages only exist, or that's that's only a conversation for intimate, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife type of relationships. But really, I think love languages for all different types of relationships are so important, like, having this understanding of, okay, how can I show this person love? How will they receive it? And how do I even as a friend or whatever the case may be want to be shown that i'm cared for as a friend or whatever the case may be in this relationship how Mm -hmm. can i be shown so like me knowing that i'm a words of affirmation type of person in a friendship words of affirmation that's all you gotta do for me just (laughs) want to hear somebody say jess you did a great job Jess, you're amazing you're great jess I appreciate you or like, I really value our relationship. I value our friendship, like yeah. things like that. I love you and stuff like that. And when I hear that more, it's like, yo, okay. Like I-, I like stuff like that. And as far as like, what can I do to you to make you feel valued in this relationship? What would you like? Do you like acts of service? Should I do something for you? Should I start taking up coffees for you? Just because you like that kind of stuff. Um, so really tapping into those languages for like any type of relationship is like super, super important. And I'm trying to do better at that as a as a friend personally, like yeah. just growing these relationships, yeah. just really being in tune with what these love languages are for each individual person in my life. But it's work.
5: Yeah. yeah.
2: In all relationships, Definitely. there's think, some form of it, right? I'm sorry, Ma. No, go ahead. No, no, I was adding on. I think there's some form, <laughs> some form of work in all types of relationships, and you were about to seal the deal. Go ahead, Ma.
1: Yeah, I think especially as I get older, me personally, I'm realizing that friendships, adult friendships, it's more than just having things in com- common, hobbies mm-hmm. and interests in common. It's actually building a support system outside of your family. So you do have to kind of treat your friends as family, one in the same. They're different types of family, but you still have to give them that emotional labor and you should be expecting it back too. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. and a major part of expecting it back is realizing that you have to engage with folk kind of like just was saying too based on how they like to be engaged with as opposed to how you do because sometimes the disconnect is treating people how you want to be treated and the issue is you can't do that because if if my love language is gift giving right but just is word of affirmation if all I'm doing is giving her gifts, <laughs> I'm making her feel what I think is good, right? right? But Jess is in her head like, well, you didn't tell me that you value me today, even though you know we sat and talked for hours or if like it's Paul's is quality time, but the only time we chilling, quote unquote, is through FaceTime, I'm making time for him, right? I'm trying to put in effort, but the next stage of effort is putting in quality effort.
2: Correct. And we can't hold the expectation that People are willing to give quality effort on the on the basis that that's what we want, right? So we can go into these relationships expecting these, wanting these things, but if we don't have that initial conversation, regardless what type of or uh, relationship or have that unspoken or spoken understanding of what we both expect to get out of this, then it's like you're hustling backwards. You're not really doing what's needed to really make sure that this relationship is going to prosper. Mm-hmm. And I think and I would,
0: oh, go ahead, Paul.
2: No, no. And I, I was just gonna say, I think this is a perfect segue to go into the types of relationships because we've did a wonderful job of defining it, um, talking about what type of relationships we value. Um, so let's continue on with this um, dialogue, right? So to tap on terms that are both new and old, I like to hear what comes to everyone's minds when I say words like situationship, courting, together, entanglement. Uh, fake single <laughs> um, these are words that we use a lot but does everyone doesn't initially know what they mean right so when you hear those types of words what do you all think and Libra you can start us off my just who's feeling the motion
4: I don't know it's tricky because depending on who you're talking to they all can have a different definition <laughs> right right which is what makes it so annoying and so tricky to navigate some relationships because it's like, uh, I don't know, like talking. I hear talking very often, right? Mm-hmm. Like, first, so that we can throw in there, like, oh, yeah, I'm talking to so and so, but. So the one person in that situation, it might mean, okay, yeah, we're talking, we're getting to know each other, but I can still talk to homeboy over here and homeboy over there and homeboy over here. Mm-hmm. But the other person might be like, oh yeah, I'm talking to so-and-so and I'm literally just talking to so-and-so.
5: Like, mm-hmm. i right?
4: talking and I, you know? So I don't know. I feel like a lot of these words are just mixed up words where miscommunication came into play and mm-hmm. then a word was just tapped onto it. Right. So a lot of these things, a lot of these things I feel like within the relationship itself is not understood because it doesn't have to be understood to the world. As long as understood between those two people.
2: That's the thing. That's
4: the key. I don't know. Fake single. That's that's an interesting one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How can you be fake single?
0: (laughs) Well, as we, as Jess just said, depends (laughs) on
3: who you talk to.
0: (laughs) But I, I think the words are used as almost a distraction kind of like Jess was saying to avoid the explanation process
5: mm-hmm. because okay. I
0: really think folk get distracted by words without realizing that words mean things
3: mm-hmm. which is
0: kind of why we made sure to give like a, a neat definition of relationships in the beginning because if we don't people might only be going through the episode thinking oh what that's not how I define relationships. And it's like, well, yeah, nobody can step in anybody's head, right. which is why we communicate. And folk do kind of forget that just because you conceptualize a term or anything in one way does not mean everybody does or has.
1: Well, even like you said, like just stepping in and actually giving the, the relationship explanation or giving it a name To me, I feel like that's a boundary right there. What is our relationship? Like, let's define this. So when I think of situationship and, like, fake, single, or talking, the only thing for me that comes to mind is, like, lack of boundaries.
2: Mm -hmm. I could see that. I definitely could see
1: see that.
4: that. I feel like another thing that comes to mind, and this might not be for everybody, but it's like a buffer system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The the, The lack of wanting a commitment it's like that one foot in one foot out type yeah. situation where it's like yeah we're kind of doing this or but people just like you said they'd be avoiding that that communication is so important yeah. and we don't have really have a one-on-one on okay when you have your first date or when you start a relationship with somebody if we're talking about the intimate side of things right um when you like have this first date or you have this first encounter with somebody how do you really navigate that conversation and be like is it on the first date or is it the second time that I that I meet them that we say, okay, we're going to be a platonic talking situation? Or, mm-hmm. you know, like how do you really navigate these things? How do you really communicate that? Um, I think because there's not really a one-way answer or definition, people just tend to not do it. <laughs> right. And then the uh, whatever this is. Yeah, I a lot of times really when you get hurt. Oops, sorry, right. I didn't mean to cut you off. know oh, you're good.
0: Yeah, a lot of times when we try to be direct, people counter and say, you're being pushy or you're moving too fast. And I think we have to unlearn the issue we have with clarity because clarity is for everybody's benefit. You know, like right. if you, who wants to go to work and clock in and find out that they don't know how much they are getting paid and not even working for like $2 an hour.
5: Right. Yeah.
0: Nobody really wants that. You know, nobody wants to have put in, hours for a research project for school and then found out this was extra credit and didn't need to be done and through again specificity and going through that uneasiness of oh well how will this person react when i ask for it we can at least reach the point where you can make an informed decision for sure because that's really what communication is all about trying to make sure everybody is informed and even if we're not on the same page know that we're at least on the same chapter. You know, I don't want to be <laughs> right. on page 100 and then, you know, Paul come to book club and it's like 100, I'm on 296.
2: Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with doing extra, but it, again, if we don't have a clear understanding that extraness seems like a slight against the rest of the people that may be in that book club with me. Right. Because I did the extra work. Now everyone may think I'm stopping or whatever the case may be when I, maybe I just don't enjoy to read. So you have to be clear with, uh, the people involved in the relationships. I think also one thing that I've been thinking about too is like the idea or the the concept that we need to be in these quote unquote, and especially when it comes to romantic relationships, like we have to be husband and wife. We have to have this ideal lifestyle where we we do have these situations because the end at the end of the day, we got to be married. We got to have the white picket fence with two and a half kids, the nuclear family, whatever the case, and a dog, right? So I think. A lot of that is um, comes from the fact that society puts this idea of of a must. We must have this. Now, again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with marriage, let alone that I don't want to be married someday. Right. However, I think the I, the way that they push it through to us through media, through school, through it all, and the fact that you you may need someone else to survive and be better and bigger um, to some certain standards. I think because of that expectation, because of that pressure and that burden in some sense, that is the reason why we have situationships, entanglements, because everyone is trying to strive for something that some may say may not be attainable in my eyes sometimes.
0: Yeah, because the, the reality is that finding somebody to occupy your time is is easy, right? right? I'm sure all of us can speak to a person or people who will happily linger. (laughs) The issue, though, is that if you want to build something of quality and of substance, that's where the real work is.
3: Right.
4: That work is deep. Mm -hmm. That work is deep work, which is why, you know, it becomes so hard to want to commit because there is a lot of deep work and a lot of it is inner, like, Mm health work that people don't want to – Put the mirror up to them their own faces and be like okay i need to fix this about me so this xyz can actually work in this situation mm-hmm. it
2: paralyzes yeah. them ready.
4: Mm-hmm. Not ready for that
0: and that's the perfect build-in to the next question because now we do want to talk about the disconnects between genders ages all of that because we realize too that our socialization also feeds into it, right? So there's a reason why people feel that certain ages or at certain times or even in certain ways they want to do things. So now I'd like to hear y'all talk about which, honestly, whichever one is most readily on your heart.
1: Um. Well, I think that relationships to men and women are completely different. Like we both have different uh, definitions to them um also if you throw in the ages in there um it becomes even more of like a confusing mess in my head
5: (laughs) um (laughs) because
1: i noticed like younger people they have a completely different outlook on um, platonic relationships romantic relationships relationships with self compared to um, mid-20s people compared to people in their 30s already Um, So everyone has their own idea of it, and then yet we're all trying to meet in the middle and kind of meet on this common ground. And I don't think it's really working out for anyone. Mm -hmm.
4: I know for a long time I was telling myself people at this age they have to be ready. Like Uh, mm -hmm. they're gonna have all their stuff together. You know, they should be mature as far as like how to navigate relationships completely wrong <laughs> right
2: listen we all know that we all got um, right.
4: like everybody's upbringing is different everyone's right. exposure to what love is what mm-hmm. having a relationship is a healthy one at that is so different that it becomes it actually becomes kind of scary how like different it is yeah. between different genders but also when you add age into it it's like okay age and gender All Mm the differences are just so crazy, but I think definitely subconsciously and even consciously for a lot of people, people's upbringing and the way they actually have seen love being given to others around them, they probably didn't even notice that they were even taking in some of these
5: um,
3: these
4: characters, these functions of what providing or giving love or showing love actually is, but woo. Like it's 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 scary because even when I reflect on myself, I'm like, and I reflect on relationships that I've had with people. I'm like, oh, that's where I got that from. I definitely saw my mom do that. On okay, oh, all right, we're gonna change that. Okay, (laughs) Um, we're gonna correct that, and we're gonna move forward. Um, but yeah, I think if someone's looking to get into a relationship, I definitely like would encourage therapy just having someone to like yes, talk out these things that you don't see yourself so you can address it um because i think that has a lot to do with some of the disconnects in relationships Agree.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: agreed
4: and
0: what we're really getting around too is that the relationships around us also have to be observed right because they really do factor into the way we honestly view anything And to double back a bit to my point about across the gender, I agree. (laughs) I have to to talk to my homies all the time about that, even like for basic things, because um, so men are socialized to not really view emotional conversations as good things, right? Right. A lot of times dudes will cop out. And I really will have to tell my friends, like, yo, I asked you about your day. So tell me about your day. Don't (laughs) tell me I'm fine. Because I'm asking you because I can see you irritated, right? I can see something upset you. And a lot of men then go into now because we were just talking about friend relationships, right? So now Mm -hmm. they go into intimate relationships with that same mentality, but then they counter instead of being open by saying, oh, she's not asking the right questions. But it's like you have to help people understand you. You have to help people take that walk through your head or your day with you. And a lot of people want a lot of emotional labor out of others, but it's like that's an intermission for you. You have to figure out why you want somebody to tear down all your walls to see you because the truth is nobody can force you to be vulnerable, right? You have to want that. You have to value that. Right. And unfortunately, many folk do self-sabotage because they want everybody to go through hoops for them. And it's like, yo, this is supposed to be about sharing ourselves. Mm. So why do I feel like I'm giving myself to you in hopes that you give some back to me? That's not healthy. And that's mm-hmm. quite literally not fun. And love should be fun, right? Relationships should be fun. If I ask, again, a friend how his day was or what's on his mind, I should be excited because now I'm going here what the homie has to tell me about his day or what's on his mind.
2: Right. And I think that mindset um, for us to drop and quit is probably a, a main reason why you have short-term relationships where people may not want to do that extra work, may not want – to deal with whatever inner uh problems or challenges they may have and now they're just running through people versus just you know you know sitting down saying I can work this out I can try to improve this so this relationship can be better or at least if this relationship isn't going to be better the next one will because I started to acknowledge and see those uh shortcomings that I may have so I definitely I would agree and I think as young adults as people growing and learning how to navigate life to the ability to navigate relationships and how to deal with people's emotional well-being and and their not just serving their physical needs is just as important right so we are moving right along this podcast today and we can still have one more uh segment section of questions and I think this this one, we just get a little bit more deeper, right? We talk about relationship as we mature, right? I just talked about us growing up. We all are getting a little older. We have no gray hairs just yet. However, <laughs> we are growing and developing. So as we do grow and develop as people, we come to find ourselves having to redefine the way we pursue our relationships. So with that being said, what are some of the old ways of engaging in relationships that you have outgrown? I think... For my I'm just gonna jump right in there before I pass it on right <laughs> the spirit's in me, um, but seriously, I think one thing is um just the fact of trying to over serve right to over compensate over do things right so in in the sense of like maybe because I'm not seeing something in it, let me do this extra so she can um visibly see oh Paul's stepping up, so that means I gotta step up, right, so I've outgrown trying to will someone to do something um that maybe i've expected them to do now i just do what i can do for my for my own self and i hope that they do the same um still support still i um, willing to do what i whatever i can to make sure that they can achieve that level of uh self-awareness and level of comfortability within themselves but i can no longer try to do it for them and also for myself um Ms. Ma, do you have any thoughts on some of those old ways of engaging in relationships that you've uh, shed it oh, away? Oh,
1: yeah. 100%. Um, I think, yeah, definitely as I've gotten older, I've realized that kind of like what I said earlier, like, you have to be happy in the relationship as well. And there's a lot of people, the entire function on their relationship, how it functions is if the boyfriend is happy, then the girlfriend's happy. Everything is be and everything's perfect that's not how it should be you should be happy with yourself and if that relationship doesn't bring happiness and whole, then you guys have to sit down together and figure something out absolutely Um, so that's something that i've learned another thing is kind of like what you said paul just doing the most like overdoing um but and like to be specific just being over present um And realizing that space is actually good for relationships, romantic relationships, uh, just regular platonic friendships. You don't need to be texting them 24 seven. You don't need to be calling them 24 seven unless that's their love language, if they want to hear from you. But um, you don't need to be putting yourself on them constantly just as reassurance that everything's okay. And a lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. And I used to do it and I don't do it anymore. (laughs)
2: <laughs> hey, hey snaps to you my snaps to you is that that insecurity i i i think in all relationships sometimes especially when you're growing up and you're learning about them we all fall victim to that right like especially yeah. spe- think about your teenage years that's when it's it's fresh you wet behind the ears it's it's all mm-hmm. new if you don't get a text at 2 a.m then everything is woe is me right it's just the worst thing that uh, could ever happen right um but i i, I definitely
5: Oh, is free. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs>
2: right. Miss <Yes. laughs> oh, Jess, please share your thoughts and knowledge with us. What did you share? What shed away? Excuse me. While you share away.
4: <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm going to give y'all a top three. Okay. okay. I am
3: <laughs>
4: shedding three. away. Top three. One is presenting a, represent- a representative of myself. Mm-hmm. I think in the beginning, you know how they say like, oh, you put your best foot forward, like you're trying to do X, Y, Z to impress people. Like at this point, I'm giving you just my full self. You're just gonna get my 100% me, whatever I have to bring to the table at that time is whatever you will see. Right. If only I can keep me consistent, so you're only gonna get me. That's the only thing I can mm. make sure I will consistent past six months of knowing me
3: you know what I
4: mean um at first I was like trying to do the most I was like really trying to get my hair done extra when I really I I do my own hair but like not to a point where it's like I have to go get it today or I'm gonna be mad like no I'm so I'm just gonna do my natural normal self um so just really making sure I'm presenting me 100% me vulnerable me from the start what you see is what you get kind of thing um Secondly, understanding that common sense is not always common.
2: Mm, <laughs>
3: mm.
2: Lord knows. And
4: before I say age, not expecting someone older than me to be on the same maturity level as I, Ooh, am, right. or as I believe to be. Right. Um, because, and then, and then in knowing that because common sense is not always common, for myself, making sure that I'm not trying to shift or try to really, like, try to
1: change their mm-hmm.
4: ideals to match mine. Like, right. if, if our ideals and our boundaries, yeah. our ideas of boundaries, our ideas of what relationships should be and what they should look like are not the same, then we just, we just not it. But I'm not going to try to stay in the relationship to try to, like, change your mind or see if you'll change or right. if your ideals shift into mine. It's kind of just an undue. And then third... Is
5: sorry,
2: someone's calling me. Okay, okay. So we know um, online blank.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Literally, just my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but learning to be okay with putting yourself, putting myself first. Um, I'm really big on bending over backwards. I will, my back yeah. will break to the point where I'm doing everything for you, forgetting myself, not yes. putting myself or not even putting myself on the same level. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving forward, that's something that I definitely need to shut away and make sure that, you know, even if I am going to bend my bra- bend my back because that's probably, that's really the person I am. I probably will continue to kind of do that and extend myself in that way, but making sure I'm getting it back
5: and it's it being reciprocated is really. Absolutely. Thing.
4: So top three. Hmm. <laughs>
2: I think it shows, it shows like how you are not the same person from who you were originally to two years ago, the same expectations that mine just had or may have not been the ones that you are showing out right now or, or elaborating on right now. So to me, when I, when I hear the, the top three things I'm shedding, the, the multiple things that mine mentioned, some things I mentioned, I know Libra got some, some fire waiting for me as soon as I finished the statement, but it just shows the ability that change is a must, right? And I think Libra t- touched on it a little bit earlier, but in order to have a healthy relationship, I think ever-lasting and ever constant, maybe ever may not be the word, but consistent change within the relationship and evolution of it um, is needed to sustain that relationship. You couldn't still have a healthy relationship doing the things that you all just listed right now. It would be terrible, right? So, but, and then in five years from now, it may be something totally new because you have a new boundary, you have new expectations. So I say all that to say that for all our listeners that be mindful of the change that you may have, be mindful of the evolution. Don't be scared. Don't run away from it. It's a natural progression of a relationship for you to change, for you to evolve and for you to seek, um, newness within your relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm touch on your piece about change change is a good thing you know a lot of us have been sort of led to believe that change is a bad thing because now folk have to relearn you right folk have to re-understand you but in a day you change bodily constantly right so why should our mental change you know not be the same because if you're dehydrated and you drink some water your body just changed just like that if you was hungry and you went and got some food you change just like that so make what i'm trying to say is make your peace with change but also make sure that you view change as something that's positive absolutely kind of like everybody was saying change is a good thing and to double back to the topic now something i had to shed was my trust issues more specifically with trying to figure out how to make people stay Mm. something that i used to frequently battle with is not doing relationship maintenance because I used to think, oh, well, the person said such and such, that sounded like an ultimatum or that sounded like a, a conclusionary, that ain't a word, be cool on me, but conclusionary statement. <laughs> so we done. Right. And instead of me trying to have that conversation about how, you know, where are we going from here or where do we stand? I would just be like, well, you can't control anybody. You know, if they leave in or if they're not here for real, that's it. And while that's not entirely wrong, what is wrong is me not voicing that and me instead confiding in my insecurity yep. instead of talking to the literal other person or other people there who can actually offer what you need. Mm-hmm. Because what tends to happen in relationships is bad days coincide, right? Yep. So, you know, you talking to your friend who's been your friend all all your life but he had a bad day maybe his responses are short or maybe his responses are quick but then you had a bad day so you really wanted to be open you really wanted to you know discuss everything and now you like oh see you know that this supposed to be my man but he treating me like everybody else so i guess you know that's a reminder that i can't trust nobody when no you have to be willing to be open minded to the dimensions that you all occupy because the way you meet your friend when y'all are out drinking Versus when y'all are playing the game, versus when y'all are doing community service, are different because just like you, your peoples have dimensions,
3: right.
0: and a part of making sure you comprehend all of them is allowing them to show them and tell you about them. Mm-hmm. Because you knowing somebody for five years or ten years does not mean you know all the ways they've changed.
3: No, right.
0: but if you latched on to that last that last iteration of them. And then something different happens. Yeah. You start to think, "Oh, you know what? They treating me different." Right. When no, they might just be going about things entirely different. So right. let's talk about
2: that. Right. Open communication, open understanding, and honesty between partners in those relationships. Again, no matter what type is is key. And I think Libra, you 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 said it very well. So I appreciate your your explanation. <laughs> I appreciate all of you for the way that you all are explaining these these topics and these concepts around relationships. So Libra, do you want to uh, lead us off with our final question before we head into our closing remarks and our lead by example?
0: Of course, of course. So as young adults, you know, we've all talked about how we've had these ideas we've had to shed, right? Mm -hmm. So now we thought it'd be good to just discuss What does your perfect relationship contain now, you know, as your current self, as opposed to your 10, 12, 15-year-old self, and how long do you expect it'll take to craft? Kind of like you all may have caught, we wanted to re-ask this because we have to define define things to others, but also ourselves, and we got to continually build on it. Right. Because the way at 21, you may have defined something might be different than 24, 25, 30 and
4: you know on that note
0: whoever feels moved first can go ahead and answer it
4: um i might add afterwards but i think first off i think you really have to be careful what you pray for mm.
0: <laughs> okay tell them about it oh, yeah right. be
4: careful what you pray for and also be ready for it when you get it mm. um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, just really being intentional about what you actually expect in a relationship and what you want out of a relationship, not just the materialistic or the visual things that you might get out of a relationship. Like I could say, for instance, oh, I want a man that has a beard yep. and tattoos. and They got to be six foot. But like, okay, but wh- where's the real substance in that? Like really mm-hmm. pray for what you really, really want out mm-hmm. of that relationship. So, I mean, as far as what does a perfect relationship contain, perfect doesn't exist. But- <laughs> okay. What do I expect or long for and at least would cherish in a relationship is loyalty, Mm
0: -hmm.
4: just loyalty, just be, just be real, just be honest, just be truthful, just be platonic, all those different things. Just be loyal in your relationship. Um, and a friendship, like, I just want to be your best friend. I want to be your right hand. I want to be your everything. It doesn't mean that we have to do everything together. We mm-hmm. have to go to every function together. We mm-hmm. have to be attached at the hip. But at our core, like we talked about before, like at the core of the relationship, I really want it to be a friendship there. Um, how long do I expect it to to craft that? However much, however long it needs to be crafted. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh not really putting a time frame on it, just as naturally as it will happen, it will naturally happen. And I think it will forever build. It will be a lifelong build if we make it such. Right. You know what I mean? So we'll just continue to build on the loyalty. We'll just continue to build on that friendship Um, and keeping the foundation strong in that way.
2: I would Ooh. agree. I would agree. I think uh, just adding on to what Jess already uh, said, I think adding transparency as well. I need that friendship, but I wanna know that you are who you are and being able to see it, breathe it, and understand it day in and day out. Um, no need for secrets, lies, anything hidden. Like you're gonna get Paul for who Paul is day one. You're gonna know what you're gonna need to know and, and that's gonna be it all, right? However, um I don't want it to be, I would never want to put anyone in a position, especially my partner, especially my lady, um, in a position where they would feel that I wasn't 100% genuine or I was hiding something from them and not being my true self. So adding on to what I just said, being loyal, being truthful, being that partner, that friend, but also being transparent in the, the person I want to be. Um, with a little smidge of understanding, not smidge, but I need a whole lot of understanding right <laughs> like it, it can't it can't just be me um you know open and and willing to take a step back I, I need my partner to do the same um and to be able to look in that mirror and to reach out and touch themselves as well and not just touch the screen or touch the mirror and feel like it's something in between um their reflection if y'all know what I'm I mean, I, I'm visualizing right now. It sounds, it it looks real good the way that I'm describing it. Y'all may not be able to see it right now, but trust me, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? My Lieber.
1: Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. For me, kind of like what Jeff said, there is no perfect relationship, but there are things that we that we long for, that if we can get that, the relationship will be perfect to us. You know what I mean? Right. Um, So I think for me, and this is probably like a peak Pisces statement, but perfect (laughs) love for me would be for you to love me how you love yourself. Mm. Um, Because if you have true self-love for yourself, and if you have true self-love for me, loyalty, trust, passion, openness all of that comes under it you Mm. know what i mean um i think that i'm in a spot now where i'm at the age where i'm open to doing counseling and therapy and talking about things that way that i can open myself and give the the love that i'm expecting to someone else Mm. um and then also if i think that if i can set this tone now like right here in my mid-20s I'll be good. Like I'll be set um, as far as like relationships. Um, Cause you guys asked, how long do you expect it? How long do you expect that craft? Um, And if it starts now, by the time I'm like in my 50s or 60s, there's only going to be but so much that I will accept as far as like love or coming short of that, you know.
2: Building
1: mm-hmm. so on, on the groundwork. Exactly.
2: Heard it.
0: I think that perfection actually does exist. I just don't think perfection looks like doing everything right. I think perfection instead looks like working to do what is needed to correct what is wrong and to continually grow. Because for me, I need, for all of my relationships, I need accountability, I need growth, and Mm. I need effort. All right. Because kind of like we emphasize, there's never going to be a way to do everything right, because the concept of rightness is constantly going to change. You know, at twenty, when you know I was a college,
5: and what was I, was I a sophomore, junior?
0: Yeah, when I was a junior <laughs> in college, but I needed at that time for my relationships is different from me now being twenty four. What I need. Absolutely. And the perfection point as far as doing everything right would go out the window because all the things right at that point are not right now. But what is right and what would be perfect is somebody who's willing to say, okay, you know what? Tell me what you need or, you know, I did X wrong that I can, I can work on that. I can tweak that because a lot of folk really do try to almost gaslight you when you talk about your feelings. It's like, oh, this never bothered you before. Or you always liked that before, and it's like, mm, I,
5: I, I don't really uh, want
0: to. Go, yeah, I don't want to have to go down right. the route of explaining to you why my feelings have changed because right. again, change is constant. Right. Mm-hmm. right.
2: And I I love that you mentioned effort, man. Again, I, you can lead a horse to warrior but you can't force him to drink. But if I don't you to water, I'm expecting you to take a sip of this water. I don't you in. <laughs> right? You know, but uh, again, or, you know I'm a and new horse. <laughs> right? Right? No, I'm not. <laughs> Y'all are too much for me, man. But seriously, but seriously <laughs> um, I I love that you mentioned that because it it you need effort. You, everyone needs to put in work, man. What a, um, Bill Belichick, a New England. Patriots coach do your job right put in your effort do what you can it doesn't matter if you the star or not but you should be able to put in some form of energy and effort towards uh sustainable or perfect if we want to use the word relationship so
3: um
2: I think it perfect perfectionist or, or ideal is ideal is the word that I'm thinking of like um it may not be perfect for anyone else but this may be the best uh, an ideal situation for me so that is my uh, vision of perfection. So it may work. So I, I get what you're saying, Libra. I definitely do. Um, but since we had this wonderful conversation, we're running low on time, and it just sucks that we have time limits, but it is what it is sometimes. But trust me, you all can share your thoughts, share your feelings about this podcast episode, and also um, answer and follow up some with some answers to our questions around relationships on our actual Instagram page. But before we even get into all those details, we want to end our episode off the way that we usually do. And that's by doing our lead by example, right? Jess and Maya, y'all remember lead by example? Uh, yeah. Well, if you don't, let me remind you, right? So lead by <laughs> example is that segment where we just highlight people that are doing good work um, or you just want to shout out That you want to praise You want to give their flowers to them While they're still above ground Versus waiting until they're not So this week And I'll start us off to give an example I want to do my lead by example For Miss Jessica Ford And you know what And let me tell y'all why Because this young woman Has just done everything That I Man, one I wish that I could be as amazing As this young woman One Two She transcends anything barrier that may be in front of her like regardless if you're in a white school district and there may not be too many people of color who are working in this district I she got a job there right she 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 said I'm gonna get a space during the pandemic and I'm gonna have my own space and it's gonna be mine and guess what she did she did it she like so it's just like I need to highlight the greatness and the accomplishments and the the hard work that you've been putting in people see it Jess and I just want you to know that I am so happy and proud of you for all the things that you've been doing and the accomplishments that you have made, the strides that you have made since I first met you. You are an amazing individual, so you know i got to hit that button. So here you go.
3: <laughs> there you. Go. <laughs> so
2: no problem at all. No problem at all. Hey,
3: that's
4: why we friends. Words of affirmation. That's right. Please.
2: That's right. I listen. I, I listen. I heard you today. <laughs>
4: right. Thank you. No
2: problem. Anyone else? Who else has some lead by examples? Jess, my Lieber.
4: I don't want to follow up.
1: <laughs> All right. I'll break it up. <laughs> 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 um, I have a lead by example, and her name is Barbara Smith. And I don't know her personally, but I've really been enjoying her um, – her Instagram post Mm. and what she's doing is the ABCs of the current movement and she is literally breaking down words by the first letter of the alphabet and giving everybody um, definitions, examples graphs and I love it because a lot of people need that and I've learned um, some new information myself so her Instagram is at Barbara Smith
2: Mm. clap it up for Barbara Smith, there you go Mm -hmm. sister, you need that Keep doing what you're doing, Barbara. We appreciate you.
0: Okay. Did you want to go, Jeff? Did you want me to follow up? I'm going
4: now. <laughs> um. Again, thank you.
2: For... <laughs> no doubt. No doubt.
4: <laughs> um. Okay. So my person is um this young guy named Keyshawn Patterson. Mm. Um, 22 years old. Um, a graduate of Kentucky University, but he's a financial advisor for northern western um so you know if you're looking for someone to tap in who's like if you need advice on like financial situations how to save money how to get you know your 401k that kind of stuff all that different lingo that i really need to learn more about (laughs) so um definitely tune into him his um, instagram is Keyshawn k-e-s-h-a-u-n patterson1 on instagram um what i really appreciate about him is that he's 22 and like fresh out and in a career established you know really doing well for himself um and very mature for his age I like that he presents himself in a very mature way which should be common but Mm. for 22 year olds it's a hit or miss um so (laughs) he's out here doing it so definitely shout out to him um for his professional career and expanding in that way
2: Keyshawn we're showing you love my boy here you go this is for you please help us get our money right man invest the black dollar back in the black community whatever we need to do 401ks ROP IRAs IPAs whatever letters we want to put together please help us out thank you Keyshawn appreciate you let's make
4: sure I said that right I think I said Northwestern Mutual yes I don't know what I said but it's north it's northwestern mutual though just to correct
0: my clarity is always good yeah. <laughs> it. yes it is yes it is <laughs> and then for mine i want to shout out our guests of course because we always love when y'all join us when yes, y'all bring yes, quality yes. info We're like well, you know when y'all bring yourselves because what what spaces always need is more people who aren't just coming as you know academics or intellectuals or you know quote-unquote educated folks But are coming as multidimensional beings who, like we've all touched on, have done good, have maybe scraped our knees, but have also made that commitment to keep going and keep thriving. Because it's important for us to let people see when we have lapses so that they realize that, you know, the ones they have can be built upon, can be improved, can be better. Yeah.
2: Oh, so let's give you that clap, too, Liebert. Hold on. <laughs> I don't forget. <laughs> I got to make sure everybody's taken care of. All righty. So with that being said, Liebert, we got one more thing for the people. What's the question of the day? Talk to us.
0: All right. So the listener's question of the day, which we hope when y'all see the graphic go up, y'all comment on the page, and y'all drum up some interaction is how do you do maintenance on your relationships and i'm gonna just say that one more time how do you do maintenance on your relationships and with that said paul i think we can go ahead and close out
2: that's right thank you all again and we'll see you on the next episode be safe be well
0: all right till next time everybody
2: bless